Kufi Dal, on the bottom of Kufi Gimel Beis, three lines. Machrez Rava. So we're talking about the halachas of Dina, the Bukhus, Dina, etc. So Rava said the following halacha. Vitem Ravuna, some three, some Ravuna said it. The Sokun, Eloi, Udenachdin, Litisai. This is for halacha for people who are coming from Eretz Yisrael to, from Babel to Eretz Yisrael or going from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. Everybody has to know this halacha and how to deal with Goyim. And this is an important halacha. Hi, by Yisrael, the other Sadusul Likuti. Obviously, it doesn't mean Kuti. If a Yisrael know there's a Machlaikis, some kind of Vikuach, a Tayin and Anitam between a Goy and a Yid. And there's another Yid who knows testimony that's going to help the Goy. Okay? So, is he allowed to come to Bezdin to help the Goy? The Gra takes out the next two words, Veloitav and Mine. It just doesn't make a difference. The Ozzel. And he goes and testifies to help the guy. We put you in cherem. You're like a din of a moiser. Now, why are you dinner like a moiser? My time up. It's not a question of being in the Arkoyas or Goyish Accord. It's not the issue. It's because the Goyish Accords specifically have a problem. And that many Goyish Accords take testimony from a single aid. And you're not allowed to do that. And therefore, you're not supposed to be testimony. That's only if you're a single aid. If you're two aidim, doesn't even say you need two. Jewish aidim, Jewish aid or Goyish aid or whatever, it's not clear. As long as you have two aidim, then it's not a problem. Now, Tysus points out, even though we said you don't have cause. So you don't really have to pay the guy back. But you really owe him the money. Nobody's yeah, you owe him the money. So therefore, if you really owe him the money and someone else wants to testify in a proper manner in court, you're good. But that which it's also is if you go to the small courts, the regional courts, which take, they don't follow the laws so carefully, and they take an echad. If you go to the big courts, Federal system, whatever it is, where they're makbid. Inunami chad amamusa shadi. If they only have an eid echad, they make it like we do, and they make the person make a shvua with an eid echad. So therefore, they also require to aid him. And therefore, if you want to go testify in such a court, that's fine. That's also good. Amar Vashi. Ki avina beravuna ibailan. We had the following shayla. Adam Choshev, if it's an Adam Choshev who's coming to the court, there's Sam Chelek Betray, Mafkemayna Pume. So if you go even to the main court, which you normally said the main court requires two Adim so you can go, but if you are an Adam Choshev, am I an Adam Choshev, the Gaisha courts, even the main courts, except Ados from a single aid, therefore, by Lasu so you shouldn't go because they're going to be tested, they're going to take your Ados based on a single Ados, which you're not allowed to do. Or do you have a catch 22? Because on the other hand, you're an Adam Choshev, and if you don't go, it's a Chil Hashem. Remember, Chil Hashem was the overriding concern we have. And if you have to go testify, you have no choice. So now we said, take. Amar Vashi, another halacha with Goyim. Hi, Bar Yisrael. So you sell a house, you sell a field to a Goy in a Jewish neighborhood. Okay? So, we put you in Cherem for doing such a thing. Why do we put you in Cherem for doing such a thing? My time. So it could be one of two reasons. We know when you sell a field, First thing, all things being equal, you should sell it to your neighbor. Because your neighbor could take most advantage of the field, because now he has a double big field, and he can you know, save economies of scale. So is that the question? And why did you sell it to a guy and not sell it to your neighbor who's a Yisrael? Buying or selling from a guy, there's no din of din of Mitzvah. Din of Mitzvah, the whole lock of din of Mitzvah, as I said, is only when both sides of the equation are Jews. If either the seller or the buyer are goyim, there is no halach of dinah de bar mitzvah. So, in which case, what's the issue over here? 
Obviously, the issue is you brought bad people into the neighborhood. You brought a lion onto my border. And therefore, we put you in Cherem. Until you're Makabal, that should the guy make trouble, sounds like financial trouble, issues, whatever they're called, Mazik, whatever it is, that you, will, you the Meicher, will accept responsibility. Again, it's not a, it's not a, a real halacha, you're not a Mazik at all, but you ain't a Mazik for bringing a guy into this Mazik. Tyson says, though, this is only if you would be able to get the same price if you would have sold it to a Jew. If by selling it to the guy, you got a higher price, then too bad. <laughs> you got a higher price. There's nothing we can do about that. You sold it fair and square, he gave you the best price, then you don't have such Allah. So there's no bar mitzvah, but there is this? Is there's there, this. There ever a case where this applies? Like- and I don't know. It doesn't say. But no, din of the does not apply by a Only by Yidin. Only by Yidin. This Allah, especially, would not apply by a Yid, I guess, but it would apply by a good. New Mishnah. The previous Mishnah said, you're not allowed to do business with people who steal. Okay? You're not allowed to do business with people that steal. You're not allowed to bring the money changers and take their money because they're dealing and handling with stolen property. Says our Mishnah, though, there is an exception to that. If the tax collector, so we said, our Gazlonim, come and take away your donkey, and then they come and give you back a different Chamar. It's not your Chamar that they took. They give you somebody else's Chamar that they took from somebody else. So it's really stolen property you're getting now. Or, not list them as Kusay, a, a, a Gazan comes, we'll see, a Ganif, actually, the is going to call it, a Ganif comes and steals your bag, and also like Shusacher, and he returns to you somebody else's one, so it's probably something he stole from somebody else. Hare Lushalo, you're allowed to keep it. Because we're talking over here about after Yush, we're assuming there's Yush, we'll see anything more why we assume there's Yush, but we assume there's Yush, and we have Yush here, and Shini Rishus, Yus and Shini Rishus, you're allowed to keep the stolen property. Now, Chazal said in the first previous mission, we said you shouldn't be taking stolen property. But here, where you're just making up for something you already lost, you're not gaining, you're just being a mala yechasrena, then we let you keep the stolen property. We don't say, no, it's not Kamatsamiyad, you're keeping it. You'll see Kamatsamiyad on Amad Beis tomorrow. You'll see Kamatsamiyad tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll have a Amad Beis here, and tomorrow you'll see Kamatsamiyad. Hold on. What about the opposite, not opposite case, but different case. You see a river coming and flooding someone and taking someone's car down the river. I'm in a guy, so there's an army coming. I'm in a list him. So, and you go and save it. So says the Mishnah. Here you can keep it. Now here, the word Yishir is used in two connotations. By the case of the, the Nahar or the Gaius, we're talking about a situation where the object is going to be destroyed. And therefore, when the person's miyayish, he's mafkirit. And if you take it from hefker, you can keep it. By a ganif or a gazan, it's not a question of hefker. Yish over there is not hefker. But yish over there, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll see over here. that You can keep it over here. V'chein nechil shal devarim. Im nisyayish areli shaloi. Also, if you have a bee farm... So when you have a bee farm, so you have this swarm or colony of bees that are flying around and they just fly away and someone else finds them. We assume the owner's miyayish. If he's miyayish, they're hefker because he assumes he's never going to get them back ever. And really, shalai, if you find them, you could keep them. I'm a beirchin on that point. We'll see on our base. If someone is looking for their swarm of bees and he sees it over there and he's not sure or someone else is not sure, is that his, is that not his? And a kid or an Isha says, yo, we saw that swarm, it came from your field, we trust them. Why? The moral explain Another Allah. If you're chasing after your swarm of bees and they run into, they fly into someone else's field, you can chase after them into someone else's field. From Hizik, if while you're running through the field, you cause damage, you can run in, but obviously if you cause damage, you have to pay. But what if all the bees land on a tree? 
And so you don't want to take the bees off. The easiest thing to do is to cut the branch and just take the bees home that way. You're not allowed to do such things, says the Tanakhama. You're not allowed to cut them off and pay for it later. Someone else's tree, you're not allowed to do that. You are allowed to. We'll see it on my base. Why? The Braiser here argues on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said when you get it from the Meiches or you get it from the Listim, you have Yush and Shini Rishus. You can keep it. The Braiser says you have to give it back to the original owner. You don't give it back to the Gomeiches or the Gazlan. You give it to the God if you give it back to the original owner. Why? That Braiser holds because Yush Kadi Loikani, the Yush is not Kaina. And you got to be a sir. And therefore, even though, as the Mafarshim explained, this is not really a case of Yush. This is Yush and Shini Rishus. This price holds Yish and Shini Rishus with the Shini Rishus was Be'isser, then you're not allowed to do it. Okay? And therefore, but Amisha argues no. Amisha says it doesn't matter. Yish and Shini Rishus is fine. Ikad the Amri, there's another version of the Brisa that in Bala Haksir Yaksil Abadam Risharim. It doesn't say you have to return it. Like Amisha said, you don't have to return it. You can keep it. But if you want to return it, you return it to the original owner. Don't give it back to the person you got it from. My term, Yush Kadikani, really Yush makes a Kenyan. And again, Yush and Shini Rishus. If he finds out it's really not his, he doesn't want to keep money that was gotten through illicit manner, then Maxil Abadam Risharim gives it back to the original owner. So we said in the Mishnah, Rehu Shuloi, Mipnei Shabaylam Nisiyayishim. The Baylam Armiyayishim. The Baylam Yayishim, you will have to keep it. Amar Avashi, Loishon, Rehu Alistim, Rehu Kechavim. That's only if the thief was a guy. Of Alistim Yisrael, Because if it's a Jewish gun, if a Jewish gun, I can just get him to go to Bezdin, and I'll get my money back. So I'm not going to be Miyayish. So says Avashi, that it makes it, or Avashi, some change or two, that it makes a difference over here in the Mishnah, whether we're talking about a yid or we're talking about a goy, from the ganif, maskel for of I think the opposite. I can tell you a svara where it's easier to get it back from a goy than from a yid. Why? When you go to a goyish court and you and you press charges against someone from stealing from you, and they find him guilty, they beat the daylights out of him and they take his money away and they give it to you. Straightforward. Whereas let me ayish, and if you're not going to be ayish, it's very easy for the Gaisha court to get you your money back. But Yisrael, even the Amri Memar, a Jewish Bezdin, <laughs> they talk a lot. <laughs> right? They paskin, they need Edim, they need Asra, they have Drisha Chakira, then they paskin against the guy, and then we saw in the Gemara, he has 120 days to get you the money, and 90 days, and he doesn't come to Bezdin. It's a big joke. It's very hard to get money out of a Jewish president. And therefore, maybe the opposite. Meyayish. Then you are Meyayish. There's actually as far to say the opposite. That you're more Meyayish when the God of Israel than when he's a guy. Ella, therefore, since I ever like that's far better, I'll say there of Asi's statement was on the safe of the Mishnah. The safe of the Mishnah says, Amatzil min ha'akum or min alistim imnisyayish in stamaloi. Lamar points out a stira that Rashi says. Rashi points out it's really a stira. Look in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, the Rashi Mishnah said, when the guy sells it, when the Meiches or the Listim sells it to you, already you could keep it, but nay, Shabbat Misyashin, because there's Yish. The next halacha said, Hamatzim Ramana Gaisim and Alistim, Im Nisyashin Shaloi. The Rashi Mishnah is Mashra Stam, there's automatically Yish. The second case of the Mishnah is Mashra only if there's Yish. Mashra Stam is not Yish. What's the Pshat? Says, that's good for the Pshat over here. Loishan Ola Akum, Mishun Degani Begiti. Buy a guy, you're not Miyayish if the Ganif is a guy, because you assume you're going to get it back, because you'll go to a Gaisha court and they'll beat him up and get it back. Of a list of Yisrael, Chivin the Ami Meimar Miyayish, by a list of Yisrael, that's the Rasha. The Rasha is talking about a list of Yisrael, and by a list of Yisrael, that's where we're going to say that there's Stam Yish, and the Safer is talking about a list of Goy, and that's where we say that there's Stam not Yish, but in Miyayish, then that Allah would apply. 
Okay, so the first halacha we said in, the, in explaining the halacha in the mission is, is that we're differentiating between whether the ganif is a goy or a yid. If the ganif is a goy, you are mistam not miyayish, but if the ganif is a yid, you're stam armiyayish. So but there's another nakuda to learn into the Mishnah. Tanan, we have a Mishnah over there in Masechtas Kalim. The halacha is that when you are making a kli, when the kli is finished, gemar malacha, then it becomes muksh, then it becomes roy lekabel tum. But there can be many stages in the development of a kli where if you didn't finish, it's not Makabal Tumah yet. But if you decide you're done, you finish. The classic case is when you're building a table, if you decide you're going to paint the table, then even though the table is fully functional, it's not Makabal Tumah until you paint it. If you decide you're not painting it, then you're just using it as a raw wood table, then it's Makabal Tumah right now. Okay. So who makes the decision of when you're finished? So the Mishnah over there says, When you have leather, so maybe you're going to use the leather as just a big piece of leather, like a tablecloth or a carpet, or maybe you're going to take the leather and cut it into shoes. So if you're the Balabais, you work at home, you have your own tannery, you decide when it's done. That's it. If you decide this piece of leather is done, it's done. And you, now we've been cobbled to it. Shall I've done, if you're a professional commercial tannery, then ain't makshavasimatamasim. Because a commercial tannery, really what he does is he leaves the leather pending until a customer comes. And the customer says, I want this made into shoes. Okay, well then it's not makabal until I finish making it to shoes. I want this made into carpet. Okay, and then as soon as I cut it to size, it's makabal even though it's not in baking thing. So it's up to the customer, not up to the tanner. But shall gazlan, what if a gazlan steals a piece of leather? And now the gazlan starts using that and making that leather into something functional, uh, can the goslin decide that this kli is muchan and now it's makabal tumah? So the Bryce says it depends between a goslin and a ganif. Okay? Goslin ain't makshavasim atamasun, the shoganif makshavasim tamasun. First of all, as the more before and Samach Vav explained, over here there's not just yush, over here we have yush and shini hashem. That's Shini Vashus, it's Yish and Shini Hashem. Okay. But is there Yish? That's the Gemara's question. That's the Mishnah's question. The Mishnah says like this Tanakama says, by a Gazlan, there is no Yish. And therefore, Ein Makshavasim and Tamasim. He has no right to determine if this Kli is done yet. Whereas by a Ganif, Makshavasim and Tamasim. What's the Svar? So the Gemara explains, the Farshim explains, a Gazlan who you know who stole it from you. A Gazlan means he comes over to you and mugs you. You know, you see him. He just runs away. A Ganif breaks in the middle of the night, you have no idea who it was. So a goslin, you're not miyayish, because you know who it is, I'm going to go catch him. Whereas by a ganif, I'm never going to find the guy. So Tanakam holds by a goslin, there's no yish, by a ganif, there is yish. Okay. Rabbi Shimon says the opposite. Chilof advarim. Shal gazlin makshavasim atamasim, shal ganif ain makshavasim He says the opposite svar. A goslin who was so chutzpah that he came straight to your face and said, give me your thing. So then you're never going to catch him. You're never going to get your thing back. He's such a chutzpanyak that he's willing to rob you right in front of your face. No way you're getting it back. Whereas a ganif who snuck in in the middle of the night, he's scared. Maybe you're going to catch him. So he says the opposite svar. Shal gazlin, there is yush. Shal ganif, there's no yush. And on that, Amr Ula, Ula pointed out on Akuda, Machleik is a bestam. The Machleik is not a common of Shimon is if you're not sure if there's Yush. Avabiyadua, if you know the Bailam who was robbed, whether he was robbed by a Ghanif or a Ghazan, if he said, Vailon de Chisar and Kis, he's Miyayish, the Viakol Yush Kani, then it's Yush, and Yush in Hashem, Yush in Rishos with her. Rabba Amr, Rabba Zedarechagav says, no. Even by Yadua, not Machleikis. If you're robbed by a Ghazan, according to the Tanakama, even if you say you're Miyayish, you don't really mean it. You don't really mean it. You really know, since you know who the Gazan is, you're going to get it back. And according to Shimon, the opposite. By a Gazan, you mean it. By a Ganif, you don't mean it. But Rabbi says the Machlekes applies. Even if you say you're Miyayish, we don't really believe you. We assume you're not. Now, I'm going to have a Don't argue on Ula. What does our Mishnah say? 
Our Mishnah is a riot to Ula. Why? The Mishnah says, Lefish on Now our Mishnah had two cases, right? Our Mishnah talked about a Meichis and it talked about a Listim. A Meichis is a Gazlin, a Listim is a Ganif. The Mishnah said it works. I'm sorry, the next case said, Not our Mishnah, made a mistake. The Mishnah by Iris said, only because they did not mashma of an Asiyah by them, and it's the Ganif and the Gazans. No, Anan Rabbah learns that I learned that it doesn't mean because they were not Miyayish, I learned it meant because there is no Yish. Okay, so two different ways to read that point. Wait a second, how does that fit into our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says, Now our Mishnah is talking about a Moiches, which is a Gazlan, and a Listim, which we're assuming is a Ganif. And it says in our Mishnah, it says in our Mishnah, Tanakhama says, There's Yish, by Geneva, and Gezela. Now the, the Rabbanon said only by Geneva, not Gezela. Rabbi Shimon said only by Gezela, not Geneva. And my Mishnah says there's Yish by both. Whether we're talking about a Yid or a guy, it doesn't matter. Whichever one you want to talk about, the Mishnah says there is. Money, I Rabbanon, Kasha Gaza, I Rabbi Shimon, Kasha Ganif. So Ula will say, no problem. Our Mishnah is talking about where the guy says, I'm a Yayish. And once he says he's Miyayish, then God and if God and if Shimon and Rabbanon make so different, you're Miyayish. El Arabu says, I don't care what you say. We don't trust you. Says the Gemara, but listim is in Reb Shimon. You know, when it said listim, which normally we would say listim is a ganif, over here we're talking about a listim mizuyan, an armed robber. And an armed robber, we say, has a thing like a goslin. He came straight to your face with a gun. He came straight to your face with a gun. That's a goslin, and therefore, according to Reb Shimon, there is going to be yush. So why did it say Meichis and Listim? If they're both Gazlan, then why does it have to say both? It says, I was just telling you two different types of Gazlan, a Meichis type of Gazlan, or a Listim Mizrin, or armed robber, but either way, the luck is the same. Tashma, we have another price. The price says, Haganif, Veha Gazlan, Veha Onas. Onas is if someone who forces you to sell him something, like Chamsan Rashi says, Hektesh and Hektesh, Shumas and Shumas, Rice and Mice. They can be Maktish, whatever they stole, they can make it into Shumas or Mice. As the Gemara again on Samach Vav explained, because you have here over here Yush and Shini Hashem. By having Shina Hashem, by making it Hegdish, by making it Shuma, by making it Miser, Yush and Shina Hashem works. But it's all predicated on Yush. Now, it said over here, Ganif and a Gazlan. Nobody holds. They're both a Ganif and a Gazan, there's Yish. So, my Sema Samani, Irabon and Kasha Gazan, Irabshim and Kasha Ganif. Bishamalu, let me do a Konech and be a Dua. So, going to Ula, we're talking about a case where we know for sure he was Miyaj, for the Rakoli. Ella Rabba, then we do a Namach like a Samani, Larabon of Larab Shimin. So, well, again, we'll have to say, Dechik Teretz, Hachanami, Belistim, Mizuyim, Rib Shimini. We're talking about an armed robber. Even though it said Ganif, didn't mean Ganif. It means an armed Goslin and a Gam Goslin, it's sometimes called a Ganif, but in terms of our luck, it's called a Goslin. Yachi, Trey Kazni Goslin, Yachi, Hainu Goslin, Trey Gabni Goslin. Okay, it's a Daikik, but fine. Mora says, no. All these Tarutsim that you're saying that every time it says Listim, it means a Goslin, every time it says Ganif, it means a Goslin. Schwer. There's a better Tarutz. What's the better Tarutz? You've already said, Mamasisa Rebbe. There's a third sheet. Shitas Rebbe. The Sani Rebbe, I'm a Ganif, is Kigazlin. Rebbe says that Ganif. Has the same halacha as the Gazan. Now, Rebbe said it cryptically. Rebbe was not clear. Remember, Rebbe Shimon says that a Gazlin has Yish. The Rabbana say a Ganif has Yish. Rebbe said they're the same. Does that mean they're the same and they both have Yish? Or they're the same and they both 
don't have Yish. Says the Gemara, but Kamala, we're going to pass it in the second. The Gemara is going to explain it. Kegazlin, Kerib Shimon. That what Rebbe meant was that both a Ganif and a Gazlin both have Yish like Rib Shimon, and therefore everything's Gavaldic. Our Mishnah and the Mishnah, we, the Bryce we quoted of Ganif and Gazlin is all Shitas Rebbe. And by Rebbe, by both a Ganif and a Gazlin, you do have Yish, and therefore everything makes perfect sense. Where do we see that from Rebbe? Because the Gemara says Gufa. Rabbi Oimer, Oimer, I need Ganav Kegazan. And he boiled We asked the Shaila, what did he mean by that? Did he mean Kegazan, the Rabbana Kamar, Veloikani, and neither one has Yish? Or he did a Kegazan, the Shimon Kamar, and they both, Vikani, and they both do have Yish. So we tried to figure that out by reading back these same Agag Bryces we just learned. We said in that case, our Mishnah, we said there's Yish by both of them. Money. Irabi, Irabana, and Kashagazan. Irab Shimon, Kashagazan, like we had said. So Yama Pishma Rebbe Kigazan Deb Shimon Kamer. If you're going to say Rebbe meant that they both have Yush Vikani, so many Rebbe. So the beautiful, the Mishnah fits Mamashita's Rebbe, which was the Pshat we just said. Mishumachikani. Eliyama Kigazan Deb Abana, that according to Rebbe, neither one has Yush Veloikani. So then how money making things worse? Then our Mishnah is Lay Rebbe, Lay Reb Shimon, Velay Rabbon. Assuming Rebbe holds there's no Yush by either one. Mar says the terrorists we already said on Amanalaf, which is a Daichik, Hachmaiskinim Alistim Azumib Shimini, when it said Maikis Alistim, it meant two kinds of Gazlan, Yachanu Gazan, Shregavni Gazan. So you could theoretically read our Mishnah not talking about Shitas Rebbe either. It's talking about two different types of Gazan, it's going to Shitas of Shimon. Okay, but that's not the Pashab Shah. Tashma is bringing right from the second Brysa. Said Aganafa Gazan Vana Sectation Ecti Shumas and Shumas Raisa So money again, who's that Brysa? Irabonon, so it can't be because Kasha Gazan. Rabbanon said there's no Yish by Gazan. Irab Shimon Kasha Ganif. Yama Bishma Ganif Kagazan Deb Shimon Kamar. That Rebbe meant that they both have Yish. Shemachi Kani. So therefore, both those brides, both those sheet, both the Ganif and the Gazan can make Truma and Kekdish according to Rebbe because there's Yish and Shin Hashem. Eliam had Ganif Kagazan Deb Rabbanon. Then he meant neither one has Yish or money. So the same terrorist we said. Listen to Mizumi of Shimoni. Yochanu Gazan Trey Gavni Gazan. Exact same terrorist we said. Amalev, so we still don't have a riot. How do we talk and know that Rebbe holds that they both do have Yish? Maybe Rebbe holds they both don't have Yish. Says the Gavaldik Ravashi the Rabbah Toshma. Remember, we had a mission before. The mission talked about that you have to return a Chefetz if the father left over a Chrysler Chosim. We had two Pshat in that Mishnah. One Pshat in the Mishnah was if the father left over Karka, then you have a Chrysler, that's a Shiba on the Karka going back. Fine. The other shot was we brought Rebbe B'shem Reb Shimon, the master Rebbe Reb Shimon Bray. Lo davar sheish be'achrayes mamish, elafiu parav achrayes by chamar mechamar. Achrayes chayim lahachsem bekavod aviyah. Rebbe said, "No, the pshat is achrayes tochasim means something that everybody knows is stolen property. We don't want you to be walking around using stolen property and for hesia that your father owned. Therefore, you have to return it. Why? Because they covered aviyah. Wait a second. If Rebbe holds a ganav and a gazan has no yush." So they always have to give it back. There's no use. You're always giving it back. Time they come it would work. You see the opposite. Rebbe holds them both. Rebbe holds once Rebbe holds in one case there's Yush, then he obviously has to hold both because he holds them both the same. So you see clearly in that case there's Yush. Whether we're talking about a Ghana for Gaza makes no difference. Once Rebbe holds it's Gaza, it's Yush, they're both Yush, and therefore Lamaisa, that's gonna be Pshat in the Mishnah here, and that's gonna be Pshat in the Mishnah. Over by Ganif and Gazan and, and, and on us, that we don't have to make it into a list of Mizuyim and all those kind of Doichik Terutzim. The simple Terutz is that there's actually three Shitas. The Rabbanon hold Gazlin is no Yish, Ganif is. Reb Shimon hold Gazlin is Yish, Ganif is not. And Rebbe holds both are Yish. Very good.
Then the Mishnah then continues. The Mishnah said, "V'chein nechil shal devar." When the when the bees fly away, also we said there's yush. So my v'chein, like why not? Of course, I mean it's, it's no different than anything else that you lose. Hachikamar. Afil nechil shal devar. The kinyan drabanoni. The truth is, you cannot really own bees, just like you can't really own birds. Birds sometimes you can catch them fine, but you're not catching every bee and making a kinyan on the bee. It's not something you could own. It's not something you could actually ever make a Kenyan on. So the truth is, you don't own the bees. The whole shaykhist that you have to the bees is a Kenyan derabonan. Oh, if that's the case, maybe we should say, remember, whether we're talking about a goy or yourself, let's assume the shot we had in the Sefer, which is by a goy, you're not stamayayish. Because by a goy, you assume you can go to the goyish court and get it back. You only miayish if you know about it. But maybe if it's an echil shal devarim, and you see it, I don't know, going into a goy's field or something like that, maybe, uh, even if you don't have to come onto a goy over here, because I'm talking about a gaza, you're just talking about where the bees fly away. If the bees fly away, then stamayayish, because only a kinder there are. But anyways, then someone could take it, even if they don't know you're miayish. Kamashvila, no, you stand sure by them in. Eloi, Eloi. Over here, we're not, remember, over here, just to correct what I just said, over here, we're not talking about stealing. When we're talking about stealing, we debated, is there real Yish or not Yish? But when it's not talking about stealing, when it's talking about the Hefker type of stealing, then of course you're not Miyayish until we actually know that you're Miyayish, right? And therefore, you would think maybe over here you don't have to worry about that because only can you do a bottom. Kabash Milan, you do. Rebbechan says the Menesh Yishavakotan. Why is the Menesh Yishavakotan? Yishavakotan, and this they know. Since when do we trust an Yishavakotan? I'm going to the Meshmulach, my skin, and going to show you Balam, two points. Can show you Balam, Merad from Achraim. First of all, we saw. The owner running after the bees. Therefore, it's definitely a simon that it's his bees. And we have a law called Masiach Lafituma. means if you hear someone saying something in a discussion not related to the edus of the topic you're talking about. Derek Agav, they mentioned something. So that has a plus and a minus. When you say something in Bezdin, we have Drisha, we have Chakira, we try to test you, blah, 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 blah. On the other hand, when you're saying something in Bezdin, there's very good reason to lie. Whereas in Masiach Lafituma, someone just having a conversation, what? what what, why would they lie? Like, no, who's listening to that conversation to even, that they should make up a story? And therefore, there's a svar and shas that we say by a guy, we use it sometimes, that Masiach Lefitumai, you could trust them. So we hear also an Ish and a Kut, you could trust them if you're Masiach Lefitumai and you saw the owner running after the bees. If you see them, no, yeah, we're talking about over here, you have a bees. And they fly out of your field and someone else's field. You go get them, and the other person says, "Hey, those are not your bees. Maybe they're my bees, or who knows whose bees they are? Who says you can take them?" And he says, "No. A, I was chasing after them. B, this kid saw them come out of my field. Then they're mine, and nobody else can take them." That's what Rebbechan Berakat said. Rebbechan Berakat said in the Mishnah, "Where is he in the Mishnah?" Rebbechan Berakat said, "Nemenasichakatulamikanyotzanichilze." The bees actually belong kiilu to this guy. Says the Gemara, Amar Avashi, no. What are you talking about? Masech Vituma is only halacha by Aguna. When you're not sure if a woman's husband is dead, then we trust an Isha or Kata Masech Vituma. We don't use it in any other halacha. So what are you doing over here? Amar Avashi, 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 Mesiach Levitumai is not really used in Dine Deraisa. Mesiach Levitumai is only used when it affects Dine Derabanan. And since we just explained that you don't really have a Kenyan Deraisa on the bees anyways, you only have a Kenyan Derabanan, therefore, we're going to rely on the Mesiach Levitumai. But Dine Deraisa, not. 
Normally we have halacha that if a woman is shivuya ben agoyim, we assume she was raped, and if she's raped, she's also to a koyim. He said he was with his mother in captivity. When I went to get water, I was thinking and protecting my mother. I always made sure my mother was never alone with the guy so she wouldn't be raped. Rabbi said you can be Samech on. That's only in Shvuya. But Shvuya in all places were Mekel. Shvuya, if we know they were Mazana, so then Raisa. But since it's only a Suffolk, that Alocha we're going to be Mekel. By Dinda Raisa only helps. By Aguna, all these other places it helps. So by Kinyan Durabanan, or by Truma Durabanan, or by Shvuya, which is only based on a Chumad Durabanan. Because he wasn't saying it in the context of Ishimutar also. He was just saying over the story what happened there. That's what it sounds like. We said in the mission, you're not allowed to cut off the branch to go save, to, 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 to take your bees back. Okay? And the mission said, you could. You could do that. You could cut off the branch and pay the owner of the branch. Tanya, it's actually a brysa. It's actually a tanai bezdin built in to the to the nachla of Yeshua Benun. When Yeshua Benun was manchal the arts, he wrote things. Now the Gemara in Babetzia, I think it's more Babetzia says there were ten things. The Gemara in yeah, Gemara, we had it before. The Gemara it, there were ten things that Yeshua made when they came into arts. We had it earlier here in Babakama. Some over there, the Gemara asked, "Why don't we bring these?" The Gemara said, "These are yechidah." Right, these are Yechida. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Tandaf Payal, earlier before, a month ago. So this sin was Bezdin who she yari the text of Chaver v'Kaitzet Seicha Shechaveri. You could go cut off the branch to save your bees v'Naitel Demei Seicha Mitechniyach Shechaveri, and then you have to pay the guy for the branch, but you can cut it off. V'Tanai Bezdin. Another example of this is she Sheifich Yena. You can pour out the wine. Umatzot of Shana Shechaveri. Two guys are walking. We'll see in the mission tomorrow, and one has honey and one has wine. And the honey barrel breaks. Honey is more expensive than wine. You can pour out the wine, save the honey uh, in the barrel of wine, and then pay the guy back for the wine. Or tonight, Bezanu. Two guys walking with Chamarim. One is holding Pishtan, which is more expensive. One is holding the Eitzim, which is less expensive. The Chamar of the Eitzim dies, whatever it is, can't carry the stone. You can take the Pishtan stuff, take that back on the working Chamar, and pay the guy for his missing Eitzim. So you see, you can do this. So this was a Bishmael Shita. We talk argue on the Shita, and we say, this is not part of the Stakonis, we'll see in the Mishnah tomorrow. Stam Mishnah says not like this. Says the Mishnah. 
what happens? Right, take a, a, a simple case. You go into a, nowadays a pawn shop. Okay, you go into a pawn shop or on eBay, and you find something that was some, that was stolen from you. Okay, now we don't have any reason to assume the person selling it now was the ganif. Lavdafka was here. Ganif no rai is the ganif. But you call him up. You say, "Hey, that's my stolen property. Give it back." Okay, do you have to give it back, or do you not have to give it back? Okay, so we're talking here. Rashi and Tyson say we're talking out here. Lifneyush. Certain things, either we're talking about where the guy says he's not Miyayish, or certain things, let's say, like Tefillin, or Rashi Tyson says Svarim, things like that, where you're never going to be Miyayish, and if there's no Yish. So really, if there's no Yish, that person does not own them. And if, theoretically, you can call out the pawn shop, if you could prove that they were stolen, even though you're not a clue here, he has to give it back to you. There's no Yish. It was gotten illegally, he has to give it back to you. Says the Mishnah of Yatzel Hashem Geneva Beir, we assume that if it's stolen, we'll see in the Gemara how we know that. The Gemara says we have a problem. If we say that in that case, the pawn shop or the guy on eBay, whatever it is, has to give you back the chafetz without charging you, without you paying him at all, then all commerce is going to start. Stop. No one's going to buy and sell anything because everyone's afraid that they may have getting stolen property. So we have to do what's called the Takana Shuk. And the Takana Shuk we said over here is that if you take property away from someone who you cannot prove he's stolen, but you can prove that it's yours, you could can, you can take it, but you have to pay it. And eventually, if you catch the Ganif, then you get your money back from the Ganif. But you have to pay the person you found with the stolen goods. So he swears, If you can't prove it's stolen, You don't know, because maybe, we don't know, maybe you sold it to somebody. And that person sold it to the pawn shop. How do we know if you can prove it was stolen? Fine. Even though you can't prove he stole it, of course. Prove it was stolen. But if you can't even prove it was stolen... Then, just yes, we know it's your book. At some point in time, it has your name in the front of the book. We know it was yours. But just because it was yours and now it's in the pawn shop doesn't mean somebody did something wrong. Could be you sold it to somebody. And that person sold it to someone. Who knows? And therefore, you have no recourse unless you can prove it's stolen. How do you prove it's stolen? Says the Gemara. Just because it's a rumor that he was robbed. So what? Maybe he sold it. And then he decided he wanted it back. So he started a rumor that he was robbed. And then he goes to the shop and says, give it back to me. So oh, it was that night. People came. The police came in the middle of the night. And he said, people stole my caleb. That's just more of a show. Right? That doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Just because he's screaming. There was a tunnel underground out of his house. He had people come and sleep in his house. In the middle of the night, people saw them crawling out from this tunnel with big suspicious packages. Everyone says, wow! He had people stay in his house, Airbnb, and they robbed him in the middle of the night. They stole everything. That's a riot he was robbed. How do you know what they stole? What right does he have then to go to any store that's selling his stuff and say it's mine? doesn't mean anything. No, they said exactly what was stolen. How do you know how much? Big ones, small ones. Someone know you're right. We know exactly what was stolen. Just because they knew it was this book. Who says it was the same copy of that book? Maybe it was an old copy that was stolen, and he's going to buy back a new copy. You just don't know. We're talking about where we know for sure that the product that this person's selling in the pawn shop is 100% used to belong to this guy. Our, that's not our debate. 
Only question is, how did it get there? So if we know that people were in his house, and people broke out in the middle of the night, and they stole it, and, blah, 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 and we said, yeah, then we can assume that the Takanas are shok applies, you can get your chavits back, but you have to pay for it. In fact, more technical problem. We know the luck is if you sneak into someone's house in the middle of the night as a ganif, the Pesach says that the, the Balabai is allowed to shoot you. Why? Because since the Balabai knows if you're still breaking in the middle of the night, if you get caught, you'll probably have a gun and you're going to shoot him, he's allowed to shoot you. Which means, the Gemara says in Hedjin, very clearly, you are considered at that point in time when you're in the tunnel, Chayv Misa. Which means when you steal something that way, you're putter because of Kimlai Diramine. Mm-hmm. So how can Rav say, oh, yeah, that's the case where there's a tunnel, blah, 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 blah. There's no chiyaf. Says the Gemara, Yatsa Pater, my time at the money can you know? Someone know. That's when they came via the tunnel. When you break into the house via the tunnel, then you're Chayv Misa. These guys didn't break in. These guys were sleeping in his house and snuck out via the tunnel. Sneaking out via the tunnel is not a Chayv Misa. Okay. Amarava. All of this is only by a, by a bias who doesn't normally sell things, right? Normal people don't sell their books. And therefore, it's very suspicious, right? Uh, 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 sorry, the opposite. A bias are sure them the opposite. This is all by a bias who normally sells his things. And therefore, if he sells his things, just because the pawn shop is selling it doesn't necessarily mean that it was stolen. If the only way to prove it was stolen is with all these details we said with the tunnel. Of a vaisha, and assume them could of a normal vaisha who doesn't normally sell anything. You don't have to prove all this stuff. Now, which points don't you have to prove? Rashi on top says, argues is, the name is safe for plenty, plenty. All we're taking off is the last detail. You still need to say there was a hole in the ground and they stole and they had packages. You don't need to say exactly which swarm. Other Rishadim say, no, you don't need any of this. If I'm not a guy who normally sells stuff, then how did you get my books? Must be that it was stolen. So maybe I was short on funds. I don't normally sell books, but no. So I'm Ravashi, Hashem can never be here. No. You definitely, everybody agrees you need the rumor that there was a stolen. Our only question is did you start the rumor? Huh? Listen, the Hashad that you sold this, well, was, there's no question it's my book, there's no question you have it. The only question is how did that happen? It's one of two ways. Either I sold it to someone who sold it to you, or someone stole from me. Those are the only two possibilities. If I'm not the kind of person who sells things, then even though we don't know all the details about the Geneva, if at least there was a rumor about a Geneva, and I'm not normally the kind of person who sells things, that's enough for us to assume that a takal was stolen, and if it was stolen, we let you take it back. Tarakans are shook, stuff to pay for it, but you don't, you can't take it back. Again, we're talking about before Yish. If there was after Yish, then all bets are off, because then Yish and Shinni so you can't get it back. But if it's Yish and not Shinni then you could get it back. Okay.